Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our daily meditations in the book of Romans. Therefore, man ruined his life with sin. God's remedy is Jesus Christ. Therefore, how can I show my thankfulness to God every day? Lord, please protect me from my own selfish thinking. I do not want to become a Romans 1 statistic. A man's thoughts are an index to his character. What we think today, we become tomorrow. The attitudes of our hearts often result in the actions of our lives. The depravity of our own hearts should cause us to shudder, fearing even the potential of our own wickedness. We must thank God for his daily provision of grace and mercy, which keeps us from such depraved behavior. Romans 1, 29-32 lists 13 types of people who have given in to their depravity. By God's grace, may we never be accused of such actions and attitudes. As a man thinks, so is he. As you think, so are you. Let's take a few minutes right now and ask ourselves if we could ever be accused of being a whisperer, a backbiter, or a despiteful hater of God, or even a proud, boastful inventor of evil. Tomorrow we'll finish the list, okay? Number one. Could anyone accuse me of being a whisperer? Whispers are backbiting, malicious, secret slanders. You could call them lying gossips. The simple principle-based proverb, where no wood is, there the fire goes out. So where there is no tail bear, the strife ceases. Hey, it still works, okay? Number two, could anyone accuse me of being a backbiter? Backbiters are normally critical, insulting accusers, vicious tattletales. These are the ones who hang out in the social media attacking, criticizing all who by their lives are pricking their conscience and making them uneasy with their self-centered and selfish lives. They attack anyone who's not just like them and everyone who thinks differently than them. Peter nailed their character when he said they think it strange that you run not with them the same excess of riot. Speaking evil of you who shall give an account of him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. Number three, could anyone accuse me of being a hater of God? Who would ever admit that they hate God except the devil himself? Interestingly enough, the term describes haters of God as hiders from God. The concept is to abhor, to hate, to distance from, or to hide from. You cannot hide from God, and why would you want to? God told the prophet Jeremiah to write this simple question for all who seek to hide from God. Quote, can any hide himself in secret places that I shall not see him, saith the Lord? Do not I fill heaven and earth? Number four, could anyone accuse me of being despiteful? Do you know anyone full of spite? I, I, I doubt that they're on the top list of your friends, okay? Despiteful people are often violent, arrogant, and insolent people who find some kind of meaningless satisfaction in attacking and persecuting others. Peter described them as those who walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanness and despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed, they're not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Again, not the ones you would enjoy hanging out with. Number five, could anyone accuse me of being proud? Those who are ostentatiously proud try to kind of try to look better than everyone around them. As they live their lives loving themselves and no others, they soon find that there are no others to love. They have been chased away by their own selfish pride. One of the biggest problems with pride is the other attitudes that creep into the heart 
the fabric of the proud. Paul told Timothy that he would be dealing with men who would be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient parents, unthankful and unholy, and such men are usually too proud to change. This is sad. Number six, could anyone accuse me of being boastful? Boasters are proud men, empty pretenders bragging about that which they do not possess or accomplishing feats they can never accomplish. Paul took great care so that no one could accuse he or his friends of being proud or boastful. He reminded his young converts in Thessalonica when he wrote, For our gospel came not unto you in or excuse me, for our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Ghost, and in much assurance, as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. How can you know who is proud and who is humble? Just watch what they do and listen to what they say. Number seven, could anyone accuse me of being an inventor of evil things? There are some who have so distanced themselves from God, they are consumed with searching for new ways to be involved with most, the most wicked immorality. This is also part of a proud heart that chooses to love what God hates and hate what God loves. Solomon gave a list of seven things that God really hates in Proverbs 6. It is amazing how closely the list resembles some of the actions of Romans 1. A proud heart, or proud look, I should say, a lying tongue, uh, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart devises wicked imaginations, feet that are swift in running to evil or mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that sows discord among the brethren. Instead, we are to let love be without dissimulation, hypocrisy, or faking it. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. So again, Lord, please protect me from this long list of sins that describes those who have foolishly chosen to reject you and worship themselves. I do not want to become a Romans 1 statistic. Hey, our time's up. If you want more help and meditation to deal with anger or lust or fear or worry, go to ranhumble.com. You can informa get information also about our wonderful Christian camps. But today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a good day.